0: React if I had to put some things in the past to and don't let them distract you, but react if you have to. Yeah. I'll react if I had to put some things in the past to and don't let them distract you, but react if you have to. Yeah. React if you have to, yeah. Don't know the time, boy. Yeah. just wait that on, yeah. One of a kind, yeah. What's on your mind, yeah? we hard to find, yeah.
1: Jeff, you got this, uh, this microphone screen right in front of my fucking face like I'm Casey Kasem. Well, you know. It, can uh, you count backwards? This is like... No. This is like... That's funny. <laughs> 10, 9... This is like getting more professional as it goes on. I don't, I don't know how comfortable I am with that. Um, like just, this, like this, this thing is like, really, like what you see in the movies. Yeah. You can just
0: talk into your phone if it makes you feel better.
1: Well, you have my phone plugged in across oh, the true. room because of the noise interference and the dirty pictures that distract me <laughs> on my phone. Um, what's up, guys? Chris and Jeff. For uh, what episode are we on, Jeff? This is four. F- episode four. Yeah. Episode four. Panoff's anonymous. So we're still new. Grace, if you please. Grace, if you will. Um, yeah, I, we're recording it. I, I realized that. By the time you listen to this, the podcast have actually launched as of yesterday. Um to some Yeah, it was exciting. Yeah. I for got sure. some uh some people reaching out, so so we might be on our way to help that one person, right? That's good. Um so by the time you guys listen to this, if you listen to this, if we haven't been you know, Uncle Sam hasn't pulled us from the air for our uh too many F bombs, um and I'll address that again in a minute, but by the time you listen to this, it's going to be well past Christmas, so I, I get that. I realize that that we're not live, um, but I do want to talk about Christmas. I want to talk about what Christmas used to look like and uh, what Christmas looked like for me personally um, this past uh, season. How was your Christmas?
0: Uh, man, we had a great Christmas. Yeah. It was happy? Short, short and sweet and happy. Spend too much? Uh, no, luckily. <laughs> Fucker. My parents did. Okay, that's yeah. You know. <laughs> I'm still a child. I'm an only
1: child, Chris. Nice. Milk so, uh, that fucking cow, man. Yeah.
0: So of course I, you know, I reap the benefits. You
1: better. You better. <laughs> I got two sisters, and uh, accurately and often say that I'm the rose between two thorns. <laughs> Especially the older sister. I'm just well, kidding. Well, I'm friends with the older sister. No, she's going to listen to this. Oh, she's a great person. <laughs> she paid, she must have paid you to say that. <laughs> no, she's all right. Love you, Sarah. Um, good, man. I'm glad you guys, Brittany, yeah. have a your wife have a good ho- a Christmas. She did. She, she actually, did you spoil her?
0: Well, so we don't buy gifts for each other for Christmas. How the
1: fuck do you work that out? We
0: decided. You have that no, contract? I, to be honest, I think that was her idea.
1: Which yeah, like if I tried to do that, Jeff, I'd have, it ha- have to have it fucking notarized. Like, it would have to be a sealed you know. Yeah. I'm kidding. Ashley's not very materialistic, thank God. But
0: I won't say Brittany's not materialistic, but she didn't. I don't know. It was her idea. I don't know oh, why. Oh, well. I think
1: she, I don't know. Bless her heart. Yeah, I'm for it. Bless her liberal heart. <laughs> um, Yeah, that that's where our marriages differ. We are complete opposites, Ashley and I. She's the, the big-hearted social worker that loves everyone. Yes. And I'll stop right there. <laughs> Um, Man, I'll tell you, so before I get into my Christmas, I need to address, there's been minimal, actually, negative feedback on just the language. The content, you can say it sucks, you can say it's good, that's up to you, you know? I I do care, I I did post on Facebook like I welcome all feedback and reviews as long as they're positive. Yes, I saw that. Fucking negative shit gives me anxiety, man. But if you're strictly all, you know pissed off with your fucking asshole puckered because of the language, I, I, I got to just, I get it. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Um, and and I've, I've written this before, but I don't know if I've said it this direct on the podcast. Mm-hmm. The people that we're trying to help, Jeff, the, our target audience, are literally on the street sucking cock for heroin fixes, okay? They don't give a fuck about the, that said word, right? Right. They, in fact, probably need to hear it um, because it's it's direct, and it we're trying to trying to save some fucking people here, man. Um, so I do. That's my target audience, and, and if the people that are tuned in that are that are offended by the F word, I apologize, but I don't. Um, it's, and I'm not trying to come off as some arrogant fucking asshole here, but really, I mean it. That's the way I talk. Uh, I'm unfiltered. Uh, I try to curb it around my kiddo try being the key word, Um, dropped his first F-bomb the other day, (laughs) Ashley looked directly at me with, like, laser fire eyes, so I understand it, I'm sorry, I when I say something really fucked up, I say, that's not Christian, and God absolves me and we move on, um, so I just wanted to get that out there, it's, I'm sorry, I always say pardon my French, I'm Italian, you know, and I played hockey my whole life. And funny that bringing that up my my old man taught me at a very young age when he took me to the the locker room back in the locker rooms when he was playing and roughing, learning from the boys. And he said, I was four or five. He said, Chris, the golden rule in life is what you hear in the locker room stays in the locker room. That night I go home and tell my mom that Tom was saying "pussy," "fuck you," this, all this shit, "cock," you know, everything. <laughs> so I. I it took me a couple tries to, to to learn the golden rule, but I got it down now. So, actually, when Charlie um, starts really, he's playing hockey now. But when it starts getting more serious, I apologize now for his language. Um, when I was a, I think I was a, a squirter peewee um in hockey. That's the the kids shit that I uh, my old man would ref. Um, some games over in Cahokia Ice Rink, and I was, I think, we were done playing. He refed the actual game I was playing, you know, so I had the fucking books fixed right there, <laughs> knew the ref, right? So we're coming off the ice, and I'm in the locker room, and apparently my mom goes up to my, my old man who refed and says, Tom, Tom, who was that kid that was saying the F word and all those those nasty, I can't even repeat them. And, and my old man looked at her and said, you don't want to know. <laughs> And my mom slowly had a hard time coming to hockey games for a while after that because of my language and and the penalty minutes. But bear with me, guys. Um, they're just words. They're, just, they're words. just words. We're trying to help. Um, and and the people that need maybe to hear this most are the people that don't have time for fucking bullshit. That um, don't aren't offended maybe easily by a, a couple four letter words. So. That being said, um, Christmas, man, uh, hallelujah! It was—I uh, had a great fucking Christmas. That's it awesome. was awesome, and I, I'm trying to say this without sounding all fucking magoo or goody two-shoe and shit. But I had a great fucking Christmas. We—and I don't just mean the day, right? The whole season, like from the day after Thanksgiving, where it's a big shit show. I mean, I don't take part in that stuff, but from you know. Thanksgiving's over. Christmas season. It was it was good this year, and, and it comes from a place. I come from a, a place where Christmas used to fucking be so brutal, man. It used to suck. I I've had some real shitty ones. Um, you know, been in a shitty spot mentally. Excuse me. Been in a um, you know, a couple of them. You know, like centered even around which people are afraid to talk about because it makes them sound like a pussy, like some heartbreak Christmas, Mm -hmm. like where you're lonely. I mean, those suck. Um, When you're, like, wishing you, like, either had a girlfriend or whatever or missed the one that got away, shit like that. So I've been through those. I mean, I'm 36 and um, have lived some, some lives. I would say all... Well, maybe eight out of nine of them if I were <laughs> a cat but i i it, there's i've come from a place where Christmas used to <clears throat> be be hard and and this year it wasn't this year i mean I'm so fucking grateful god was god was present man he fucking he he it was a Christmas of light um I try to Embrace some of the holiday shit and I'm not talking to fucking malls. I'm not talking about even going to the fucking way of lights over in Illinois like right uh, that when we grew up the kids in high school would go eat a bunch of fucking mushrooms or sheets of acid and uh, go through the way of lights and apparently that's I never really was into the acid shit. Um, yeah. I was more into the like speed shit and the, and the booze, obviously but these fucking people I know these kids would go drive around that way of lights. Uh, frying their balls off. Like, fucking seeing all kinds of crazy shit. So maybe, I know, maybe that was the way to do The Way of Me, I'm not a, that shit, that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm not going to Tillis Park with my fucking hot cocoa and my my, my caroling shoes on, okay? What I'm talking about is, I mean, people are going to probably turn the channel here right now, but I'm talking about the fucking Jesus shit. Like, like, Ladvin, mm-hmm. leading up to Christmas, like yeah, certainly I've I lucked out by by getting sober and and meeting this awesome girl that um, for some fucking reason married me and now having this kiddo that uh, we're we're knocking on the door to finalize an adoption with like holy shit I mean Christmas was awesome and with kids Jeff the f- it's fucking magical yeah um so so this year was nuts. and and it all went, went well. In fact, on Christmas Eve, I think I wrote about this before, like just being funny, but I felt like Henry Hill in Good Founds. Oh, films, yeah, yeah. Minus the fucking cocaine and the NARC <laughs> helicopter. But I was running from pillar to fucking post, man. I, we got up at 6, we went down to the hill. Uh, got the any pasta, got the cannoli, and all the fucking schwielial and all that shit at Missouri Bakery. After yep. We went, yeah. Got the went to um, excuse me Viviano's for all the uh, stuffed peppers, and I got some frozen manicotti shells that we threw in the sauce. I do big Italian spread every Christmas Eve. I make homemade meatballs. My grandma Sicilian. She's got the fucking best meatball recipe. Mm-hmm. God. You have oh, to share that. I,
0: I make homemade meatballs too. All right.
1: Well, we'll we'll have to have you over for for the spread. Have man. to be
0: a blood brother or something first. No.
1: <laughs> have to you have to do that prick your finger and and burn the car prayer card in your hand and yeah. Um, we'll have to go whack somebody for me and then we'll we'll give <laughs> you a plate of meatballs. <laughs> I got a, quite a list. I do have a list on my phone. I shit you not, and it says if this Christian thing doesn't fucking work out, I call it my cut list. And um, evidence of Jesus here that it it used. To get names added on it, almost daily. Wow. <laughs> now it's like almost once a week. So wow. things are That's getting a lot better. Less. So between running to the hill, getting home, you these take fucking four hours to make because it takes an hour to roll these bitches. They're about we did four pounds of them with in it in a small group for Christmas Eve this year. Mm. But you roll them and you cook them in the sauce bra. So it takes um, two to two and a half hours to do it that mm. way. So. We're, we're getting fucking ready rolling meatballs i got sauce everywhere we're getting charlie's ass ready for christmas eve i'm s- helping with serve the church right so i um am on a team at church that i needed to be there for the 2:30 service at clayton um the side of one of our church sites uh 4 i did both of those came home finished the fucking meatballs like we had them 75% cooked and done and then left on the stove off the heat. Brought them back, put them on. Got the manicotti in the oven. Had Christmas Eve um, with everybody. You know, did there some certain presents. My mom does this whole fucking deal uh, for the grandkids. God bless her. And then I had to get back to the 11 o'clock service because I'll tell you, that 11 o'clock Christmas Eve service um, is fucking magical, man. It's my favorite church service of the year, Be, beats Easter. I love. There's something so fucking peaceful about that night, and um, and then leaving and like driving home after doing the silent night shit. Right? Mm-hmm. Everybody lights a candle. It's quiet as fuck. It's awesome. I mean, I'm telling you, I, you know, fuck that people that 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 are calling me a big fucking dork. You know, I am. <laughs> I fucking love that shit. It's awesome, and I drive home and it's so peaceful. Like you can fucking see the stars in the sky. And I, and and I just cling to that word hope, yeah. which is which is why I'm bringing yeah. all this shit up today. Um, then we get home and yeah, then I gotta play fucking Santa Claus till two thirty in the morning right. before Charlie wakes up. And bang bang boom. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> hope is so powerful, and, and I'm able to really recognize it now because I came from a place where I fucking hated Christmas. I hated it with a passion. I could not wait from. Black Friday day after Thanksgiving till December 26th. And I get that from my old man. He fucking was a Scrooge motherfucker, man. <laughs> Blue Christmas by Elvis is his favorite song. Um and and when he would he would just spend, he would spend cuz he had a big fucking heart and he would just spend, spend, spend and by Christmas Eve night he'd be doing the meatballs, right? And um After about a bottle and a half of red wine, he'd start getting into the Crown. Big Canadian whiskey guy. And when I was like 14, you know, I started helping him with the Santa Claus routine for my baby sister. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's when he started pouring me some fucking Crown. Um, You know, I'd already kind of dabbled at drinking and stuff, but this was the real, like, Crown or sometimes some fucking Cuddy Sark scotch, which I'm not a big fan of. um, But he would pour it. In a rocks glass, and he's like, you, you've earned it. He was half in the bag. First time he's been happy in a fucking month because he's done spending money. So I, I – I, and I emulated my – I emulate to this day usually my, my old man um, just to a T. And so I, that's how it started. Like, fuck Christmas. It, you, gotta, you got lists coming out your ass of things you got to do, of gifts you got to buy, all that shit. And it's so stressful, man. And I know people are resonating with this. I just know it, and it's 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 a madhouse. And I was talking with some people this season, like I'm starting to realize that all the commercialized the Christmas commercials, the fucking Hallmark shit, um, the sales, all that is like I'm trying to think the best way to say it. It promotes. This bullshit fairy tale Christmas right. that I would say only about, at best, 50% of the fucking population are having. Yeah. Maybe, probably way lower. I'm sure. Oh, guaranteed. That there's way more people out there that are like, that are either something that some people may call small that, you know, have a, a relationship. It's not small. Like a lonely Christmas. Or I know three fucking guys that buried their fathers this like past year and I've been there and that's so Christmas is fucking brutal for those folks and for way more than I'd say half of the people here in these jingle bell shit I mean it just it's brutal Mm -hmm. it's fucking brutal it's gut-wrenching and I've been there man I I've been there and I used to be bah fucking humbug but the last couple years this year I noticed it Especially. And maybe it's you know the kid. And maybe it's because yeah, I'm not right now lonely. I've but that's the point. I was. <laughs> and and somehow I I stuck with it. I was even when I was sober. The first couple years I was sober, you know, were some lonely times. There were some bridges that were burnt. Um I was finding myself. I um God blessed me with a great family, so I, I had them, but even the first couple, they weren't all fucking hunky dory, right. you know. They weren't all kumbai fucking ah. Huh? And I, I'm telling you, you never when you're in that spot, you never think that this shit's going to change. You, 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 I never did. I'm like, man, maybe this fucking happy, romantic, or family shit that I kind of yearned for isn't, isn't for me. Maybe that's not. And then you start coming to terms with that, and you start telling God, like, all right, maybe that's just not my plans, because you're always trying to figure shit out and. And it just, especially being a, a, an alcoholic and impulsive by nature, you want everything right now. Those are tough Christmases. Those are mm-hmm. tough seasons to, to go through the holidays that way. And I know people that are just or maybe listening to this now, a month probably come out about a month after Christmas, are probably like, yeah, that was my Christmas. That was it. It sucked. It was fucking brutal. It blew. It sucked. Blue Christmas, Elvis Presley, put it on. But the point is, it's not. I don't. It's not always going to be that way. Yes, I'm going to pray for all of you that were there where I was, that you find where I'm at. That's my prayer today for y'all. And I, I'm confident praying that because it's not a fucking, you know, long shot wish. Right. It, it's going to happen. It can happen. Um, you know, and it and it happened for me. When I decided to put the fucking bottle down, and decided to stop living out of a fucking whiskey bottle or whiskey handle, I should say, plastic fucking jug of the shit. By the time it got to the worst, and 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 started fucking, for me it was it was it was fucking Jesus. It was church, and it was going every Sunday, and it was not just leaving on Sundays and saying, "Oh, okay, I'll be back." I'm gonna be a fucking asshole till Saturday night. It was trying to do small things in my life that was like, man this is for real and um and now I'm I'm in a spot and I know there's going to be storms ahead for me um and I hope I might have to go back to this podcast and listen to this mm-hmm. to to remind myself that that the darkness the storm all that shit's fucking temporary man um there's hope and that's I think the christmas story is that you know that Jesus was born and there's hope for everybody right and that's fucking powerful man it it's life-saving, and, and I hope I'm articulating this well enough on this episode, but getting out, of the, getting out of the fucking pits of watching everybody else, you think everybody else is having a happy Christmas, and you're the only one that's not, and that's bullshit. You, like I've said, and like Jeff and I are, are trying to tell you all, you're not alone, man. You're not. Yeah. And I, Jeff, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know your whole story. I, I bet you've had some dark fucking Christmases, or sure. I mean, haven't we all? Like,
0: Absolutely. I mean, you, you know, you lose a family member, or mm-hmm. or somebody like that, or you're you're alone, or lost relationships. You know, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, and I think you're right. Everybody has that,
1: right? And and I think <clears throat> every holiday that comes and goes, there are people. Even sitting next to you in church, or, or you know, standing next to you in these fucking crazy ass lines, these madhouses out there for, you know, the next Beyblade. That's what my kids then do Beyblades, and you got a hoverboard. And
0: I don't know what any of that is.
1: I don't yeah. have kids. The Beyblades are pretty cool. I'm starting to get them. It's uh, a, <laughs> it's like uh, they they were around. They're coming back. They're he's pretty fucking good at it too. Nice. But um, you know, you 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 go crazy doing all that shit, and then you see there's people out there with you next to you that are that are probably going through that that fucking blue shit right with you and and I'm gonna tell you that you can if you're in that spot and it sounds like i'm on on commission for if how many how many people that I send to church i get a Commission, you know, Tim. I'm on ten percent tithe. Hey, yeah, I <laughs> will have to talk to our pastor about that. Ten percent's <laughs> cheap. Well, I, sure. You know, I don't. When I, back when I used to run books and shit, it was uh, I I, I drive a harder bargain. But <laughs> I don't think I'm asking too much. But I mean it. Go to fucking church. There's fight. There's a group of people probably there in the same boat as you are, and now you're not alone. I and mean, you know you're not alone. You can hang out together, and it fucking helps. That's what I did. I mean that's. That's why you, we all meet outside of church and talk about the deep, vulnerable shit, and then talk about the fun, not deep, vulnerable shit. It's yeah. It it's just people are 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 scared to admit it when they're when they're in a in a dark spot. And they're fucking lonely, <clears throat> and then they turn to the the bottle or the fucking rail of coke or whatever the fuck it is. But I think um, I really wanted to share that today, man. I really wanted to because I was and I'm grateful to God for this I was really fucking mindful this season that things went well for me um happiness wise um and and it's not going that way for everybody but for the folks that that are struggling that that hope is hope is on the way um have it don't lose sight of it it can uh i mean it saved my life um so that's my christmas story and um you know i will i guess i'll i can end today's episode with my my favorite gift this year that i got why do you what's your what did you get a favorite gift this year Uh. one that one that stood out not to put you on the spot yeah, You're kicking me under the fucking table. <laughs> <laughs> I got a, I got a lot of cool
0: stuff from you know we we have a uh, we have a cool uh, sort of historic house in Belleville. It's time, so we still waiting for my fucking invite. D- well, but hey,
1: you know I don't know, I man.
0: You have to curb that language.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's why I bring some fucking meatballs? Oh, well, there you go. All right. <laughs> uh,
0: so we've been doing a lot of house projects. So I, got, I see that I get tons of. I got tons of tools this year, which is cool awesome. because all my tools that I got when we got married are starting to fall apart, so it's yeah. a, it's a good thing.
1: My buddy got his wife a vacuum and she was she was excited about it and, and I was always told you don't get fucking vacuums to your wife for a Christmas present. I don't know how he got away with that. If <laughs> I, I would have done that that vacuum would put it up my ass. <laughs> I got a shop vac. I was, See? I was happy with the shop vac. I think she's but trying I'm a dude, to tell you so something. maybe
0: well. I didn't get it from. I got it from her mother. So <laughs> <It's>
1: even worse. <laughs> well, um, so and you know I'm talking about what's relevant in 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 my life because it's my story and it's what I know and hopefully people can resonate, right? So it's authentic. I, I, um, as as I don't know if all of you know, but I, you know, fostering a young kid, um, we're knocking on the door to adopt him it's a fucking magical thing um and i think i've already talked about so i'm not trying to beat a dead horse here but my favorite gift this year was a handmade christmas card he made me with his words with his fucking writing and it said and it was like on a brown it was like brown paper folded and there was like blue stick figures with a blue marker which he later described to me as blues players, because he knows that I love the blues. Um, Hockey team, for those of you that are tuning in not from the St. Louis area or have been living under a fucking rock this past 12 months. Um, But in his handwriting, it said, with the same blue marker, Chris is my favorite daddy. And it stopped me in my fucking tracks, man. So, man... That's what I got for today. Um, Hope's on the way, y'all, I promise. And uh, with that, uh, let us pray, amen.
0: Pondoffs Anonymous is Chris Pondoff and produced by me, Jeff Allen. Our music is Antihero by McCall and Gentle Waters by Wild Wonder. For more information, visit pondoffsanonymous.com Find us on Facebook and Instagram.